0: Hello to the good people. Welcome to the Ultimate Football Fan Podcast. Week 3 predictions. Lucas Ray is here with my guy, sports guy David. How you doing, David?
1: Doing good. A little tired, but I got this little thing called
0: coffee right here. hope you guys can
1: hear it. Ready little, to go. A,
0: little ASMR action going on today. And uh, yes, week 3 is here. And honestly, dude, I this, this year kind of got to slow down because football takes forever to get here and then it's starting to zoom a little bit i'm trying to enjoy like every single last drop of the season because uh i mean i'm just trying to enjoy it man but week three is here and let's get things started uh with our predictions so as you can see uh not a good week for us i went nine and seven i did have the bold prediction with the lions i'm still gonna mention that because uh because it was just kind of a fun little thing, but my winning percentage from last week is 59.3%. And David, you are forty six point eight. So I think you went eight and or yeah, seven it, and
1: nine. Well, this is our percentage throughout the year. I'm holding oh, it. Oh, throughout in. the
0: whole year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice.
1: Yeah, I was I went eight and eight last last week, but I went nine and seven the week before that. Or seven and nine. So my percentage is gradually going going a little bit up. His fell, it was sixty-two percent, fell uh two point seven percent
0: ah okay yeah so uh we got to get these predictions up man so let's let's get things started and we know how we like to do things around here we like to just uh pick the games that we think will be the most fun to do or maybe like the best games and i'm going to go first with how about the buccaneers and the rams the bucks come over to la 125 game and This is a tough one, I think, for the Rams. I mean, you got the Bucks who just come off of a great performance with Tom Brady, five TDs. And the Rams, they kind of let a Colts team come back a little bit, hang around. And I thought that they were going to handle business um, convincingly. They did get that interception at the end of the game, but that was against the backup quarterback, Jacob Easton. They're not going to get no backup performance this week. And so the matchup I'm really looking forward to is just the Bucks offensive line versus the defensive line of the Rams and to see how well Brady could pick apart a uh, defense led by obviously a D Jalen Ramsey and also Williams at the other corners. So that's my fi- uh, thing that I'm looking forward to in this game so far.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a, a good matchup. I think it could be, it could either go both ways, a shootout or a defensive matchup. And <clears throat> Excuse me. Excuse me again. I know, um, Daryl Henderson, the running back for the Ramses, is is, uh, is ling- has a lingering injury. So that that kind of worries me, but it's Matthew Stafford versus Tom Brady. Um I haven't seen that matchup often. I don't think it has been um made often. So uh whew, this one's gonna be kind of hard to predict. Because Tom Brady threw five touchdowns, less than three hundred yards. He was just having fun out there, man. It was so hard to stop him. And Matthew Stafford with Cooper, Cooper Cup had two touchdowns last week. Um, man, I'll let you call this one first. I don't know. It's this is this is tough right here. This is probably the toughest one to call.
0: Yeah, so far Matthew Stafford has been playing really lights out though, uh, and I don't think we've seen a game where he's been under pressure too much yet. And this might be the first one uh the offensive line's been holding up but this front seven for the bucks is pretty nasty it's this one's tough for me to call it's a tough one first off to to damn i i think i'm gonna give it to you know i think i'm gonna give it to the rams honestly i was gonna do whatever you said uh, the opposite of what you said okay so well i'll take the bucks i'll say why the rams will win you'll say why the bucks will win if they would win um I think it's just going to be a shootout for sure. Uh, I think that the time management has to be on point. Cannot let Brady get the ball last if it's a shootout. And uh, I, I don't know. I just I think that I like trust uh, the Rams to come up with a better def- defensive uh, game plan than what the Bugs come up with a defensive game plan. I, I just think that I lean more towards like the superstar power of AD to just become a factor. And uh, I mean, I think I think these are two really even teams, though, and and I wouldn't be surprised if, if it goes the other way because Gronk is having an amazing year, and Brady is Brady's now. He used to say he could play till forty five. Now he's saying he could play till fifty. So I don't even. He's wilding. He
1: can say, he's saying whatever he's wanting. He's having fun
0: with this dog. He's just fucking wilding out on this. Yeah, I, I this is so tough to call. I can't I can't give an edge to any team. I feel like I I, I can't. It's too evenly matched. Uh, maybe the Bucks. Do you have the edge on, on offense a little bit, which is how many weapons they have? We talked about it on the review podcast yesterday. Um it's 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 too much over there, but I, I want the Rams to win this one, and I think they will because they're at home. And Sean McVay, I think he'll come up with a nice defensive game plan. But if it is gonna be the Rams, I'll say thirty three to thirty. Who
1: now that is a bold prediction.
0: Oh, ball prediction. Go. How about this? A- Aaron Donald has to get four sacks.
1: Oh yeah, that that's gonna be tough against the Buccaneers' um, offensive line. I'll take the Bucks in this one just to make it fun. I'll take that. I was literally saying in my head, I was like, I'll take whatever team he goes. I'll, I'll take the opposite team, whatever he says. So I'm taking the Bucks here. One thing I learned: don't bet against Tom Brady and don't bet against Patrick Mahomes unless you did, you know, this week versus the ravens then you're fine but uh i would i'm gonna go 37 30 i do i do like um the Rams secondary just a little bit better because i know they suffered that injury from uh butt team um earlier Mm -hmm. in week one for the bucks but uh it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good matchup and this is what one o'clock game you said
0: yeah, and I think the Bucs, too. They just they they allow teams to score, right? They allowed a Falcons team to put twenty five. I know they still blew them yeah. out by over twenty, but and they also let the Cowboys get really close with twenty nine. I think the Rams have the toughest defense out of all their opponents they have faced so far, so that's why I just I think I'm leaning towards the Rams right now.
1: It's going to come down to maybe a field goal or maybe even a game winning drive from either from either um, player because you got Matthew Stafford who is a comeback king, and you got Tom Brady who is probably the king of everything so like it's going to be real interesting to see this game I'm, I'm really excited for this one all right one i'm looking forward to <laughs> i think we got a bet on it for sure is the jaguars and cardinals oh uh Why am, are you
0: looking- oh yeah
1: i am jaguar guy if you guys don't know we posted a video in the off season we picked a temporary team to root for my team was the jacksonville jaguars and the, uh Sugar-Free Lucas got the Cardinals. So this is our team versus each other. And uh, Jaguars 0-2. Cardinals are 2-0. So it's a little lopsided here. I think it's going to be a lot of fireworks. And I think Trevor Lawrence maybe throws the least amount of picks in this game. Um, I think they finally, you know, get to see, okay, week one and week two wasn't working. We're gunslinging it too much. Maybe let's give it to James Robinson through the air and on the ground. Get uh, Chenault in the mix, and then get a uh, um, DJ Shark too. So um, I'm gonna I'm call the Jaguars winning this one. Um, but wow. before I do, before I do this, I gotta go with my Jaguars. So before I do this, I gotta let you um, defend the Cardinals.
0: I mean, I don't think I have to defend them too much, right? They they look <laughs> like they're they're one of the most surprising teams on the defensive side of the ball. No one should be surprised how Kyler Murray is doing. Actually, I was a little bit skeptical of Kyler Murray just because how last season ended with that injury and it kind of derailed their season a little bit, but they're already back firing off. And the most surprising thing about their offense is probably just chase Edmonds. He's having a great um, production on the ground and that's keeping things really balanced. They're, they're putting up high numbers. Um, Obviously they're, they're super electrifying and then obviously their defense with Chandler Jones. And I want to see a lot more Isaiah Simmons impact and, and, uh, Byron Murphy Jr. and Buddha Baker back there are, are doing their thing but uh if we get a little bit more out of Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins and this this team I expect them to just keep growing throughout the season but I think that this is a game that they're gonna they're gonna probably feast I mean Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked amazing like the Trevor Lawrence that um we expected probably but it's it's tough um I think that we're all in agreement with Urban Meyer being the problem over there right now. So then the Cardinals will take this one in a in an easy one. I am not be really surprised if it's like phew, the Cardinals put out 30 plus games. So I'll say like 37 to 17. Ooh,
1: OK. Man, every time when you're talking, I don't need a burp. But as soon as I talk, I need you. Excuse me. Oh, my God. I am going with the Jags. This is uh, probably my craziest game i the call. How would they line.
0: win? Yeah, let me know. how they. What's their key to victory?
1: I mean, Josh Lambeau missed two field goals last week, so it'll be hard to even, like, depend on him. But, like, we've seen some greatness from Trevor Lawrence, a little bit of it. But, you know, he is gunslinging a little bit too much. He's trying his hardest. I think they need to, you know, get together and just be like, yo, like, this shit ain't working. We got to get something together. And even Urban Meyer said – um, Sorry, the light is right there. Okay. Even Ermeyer says, like, hey, look, relax. You know, good thing about this is you know, um, I don't know the exact quote, but he's like, you know, um you should feel good because you're going to sleep knowing that we're gonna work hard, our hardest trying to get this back on track. I mean, it's it's week three. I think Trevor Lawrence is just to get the feel of things. It's gonna be like uh like come down to like one point and I don't see the Jaguars scoring more than 30, so I'm going to say it's going to be 27-28, and I'll take the Jags in this one because go Jags, duval baby.
0: This has to be the game of his life uh, for Urban Meyer calling <laughs> yeah. this one, to be honest. It,
1: do- it does, and um, he's bound to get one of those in, but it is going to be a long season for Jaguar fans. It really is. There's a lot of optimism with this young core, but it's going to be tough in general.
0: 17-game losing streak for the, the Jaguars, right? Oh now. yeah,
1: <laughs> they went one and zero. You remember they posted that yep. undefeated, and then they haven't won since.
0: It's it, it's the cursed tweet for us jag fans. <laughs> All right, moving on to an early game, and I'm very excited for this one because I think we're going to see Justin Fields this week. Right now, Andy Dalton's status is unremained with a bone bruise, and um, I think that i mean recording on Tuesday, so the injury report usually comes out on Wednesday, and we obviously get more of a feel who's going to start throughout the week, so it's hard to call as of today right now live, but if I'm Matt Nagy, I'm keeping this under wraps, and I'm still going to say that. Andy Dalton's the starter. I mean, he did say Andy Dalton's the starter when, if he is healthy. But um, I, I would totally just just flip the script right now, pull a Justin Herbert Week Two type deal from last year. Just you know, make everyone seem like you're going one way with the starting veteran, and then go with your young quarterback. Put in you, you want him to
1: stab you want him to stab Andy Dalton in the lungs with a needle figuratively stab him in the back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I think that this is the opportunity to do it. Talking about the Bears going to uh, Cleveland versus the Browns. I think you need that versatility for sure. Um, The Browns haven't really showed too much of that spark and and, um, defensive, I don't know, prowess that we were expecting from them from this season so far. So I think the opportunity there for uh, Fields to show off his talent is there, and and so I would take this right now. I think that this is a good, bold play. I mean, the, the Browns right now almost just gave up a loss, almost lost to the Texans. It was 31-21, but obviously Terod Taylor got hurt. So I think that if you're in there with a mobile quarterback, and Terod Taylor, Justin Fields is probably like as skill set, some somewhat similar to Tara Taylor. Um, and so I think that could work out in the favor for the bears. It all depends on the quarterback play for sure. They haven't really gotten too many explosive plays from Alan Robinson, Darnell Mooney yet. Those two guys are just waiting to explode. And even if Justin Fields doesn't, doesn't uh, do well, I'd still say this, this is valuable playing time to learn and, and go against one of the, one of the top talents over there. It gets like miles Garrett and, and company. Uh, but that's just what I'm looking forward to. Hopefully it is Justin Fields time.
1: It's, it's really tough to determine what the, you know, the bears, this light is just, there it is. It's like moving closer and closer. This goddamn blind. Um, so Justin Fields, they, he did net Nagy did say if Andy Dalton is healthy, he'll be our starter. I, I think like Andy Dalton got some dirt on him. Sorry. We're getting messages on Twitter. Um, so maybe got some dirt on him or something because I don't know why he's starting. I mean, I was kind of defending him week one. I kind of lost me week two. But now, like, he possibly be injured. You really want to put an injured Andy Dalton in trying to win this Brown team who on paper probably has one of the best defense, but we haven't seen it yet. You know, seven new starters. Don't blame them. Um, Or you want to put Justin Fields in. You know, this, this Browns defense is struggling a little bit to get – in sync with each other so i think this is the perfect moment and next week i think you got the lions so it's a soft schedule built built build his confidence up if the if the bears gets this win um dude's gonna go wild but um you know browns don't have obj i think jarvis landry's out so what's his receiving core gonna look like it's gonna be a ground game for sure just like a lot of browns games last week um it's gonna be hard to call this one too Honestly, if the Bears start Justin Fields, I would probably take the upset, but I'm going to take the Browns here. I think their run game is just so solidified and their offensive line is so great. I know the Bears got a great defense and all, but I think I'm going to take the Browns
0: here. Um, I think it will be uh, – The one thing, seven- though, that the Bears have a top five running defense right now, and you mentioned the lack of wide receiving core right now for the for the Browns, so that might play into the Bears if you do want to take the Bears – these, I these of got, like that. These Nasty. wide receivers,
1: these wide receivers gotta step up big time. I mean like big time. I gotta see that. I think the favor, I think they're favored by seven and a half, of course, seven and a half. I hate these lines, dude. Um it's too early
0: for these lines, anyway. These, these guys early. are gonna have to step up.
1: Well, it, well, four hours ago, Bears open at seven point road underdogs versus Browns. But that's just this early, but that's
0: one of them. OBJ could still declare that he's ready for this week or later on, uh, yeah. I think.
1: I think regardless, the- I think these guys are going to have to step up and that run game is going to be there. So I'm going to take the Browns like uh, 28 to 17. Mm. That's with that's with the quarterback in question. If Justin Fields, I'll give him 21. You know what? I'll, I'll go 21. Assuming Justin Fields plays a little. 21-28. So
0: you're going with the uh, Browns? I'm going with the Browns, yeah hmm yeah uh i'm waiting to see what kind of performance this bears defense can do because uh they were really good a year ago and if that continues on um, that could really help out this team i kind of want to pick the the bears dude it sounds uh, like a dude bro do it Let's i'm go. going to take the bears uh if the one thing about the browns is they're kind of like the 49ers where they have to establish the run and against the top five defense like the bears and making them throw against a the kind of a depleted receiving core. I, I, I like this for the bears and i like this uh this kind of like surprise attack they got going on with the quarterback with no one really sure what's gonna go what's gonna happen yet so i'll take the bears in this one and i think that they they hold the browns to 20 that seems to be their sweet spot if they win games and i think it'll be uh uh 24 20. ooh i like, I like that,
1: that honestly i think david Montgomery is gonna be a big part of this of this game if if the if the bears doing david montgomery is going to be a big part of this all right um a game i like is the monday night game the eagles and cowboys oh i um, do like that too Jalen Hurts versus dak prescott who will win and uh, this one's going to be interesting cowboys coming off of ridiculously assisted win uh over the cowboys <laughs> i'm gonna be salty for that and for the rest of the season i don't forget so uh and the Eagles coming off a tough loss. But they, they held in there with the 49ers. They held 49ers 17. Uh, they just couldn't get the offense going. I'm starting to like these Eagles a little bit more and more each week. And I know I rated them like 30th um, in our power rankings. But uh, they're looking they're looking pretty stout. I think that's the word that describes them. They got some bite to them. And they could, they could probably get things done. Uh, the Eagles are really going to have to step up if they want this one. Because the Cowboys offense is so high-powered. Um, Tony Pollard looked like the runner back one over Zeke, and um, I was hoping that they would hand off to Zeke because he wasn't doing it. But Tony Pollard he's much faster, a little bit smaller in size, but he was just finding the holes, and Zeke wasn't doing it. Looks like he he like lost a step. It's gonna be hard for me to call this because I honestly want to take the Eagles in this one, but um, the Cowboys are so high power offense. What do you think, Lucas?
0: Yeah, I mean I've been raving about this Eagles um line on both sides of the ball. They did lose Graham though, and that's a huge injury. They got Ryan but then,
1: Kerrigan though. Yeah.
0: But still I think that injury is just is is just a major one And uh when you talk about lines, especially the defensive side of the ball, like they it's all about matchups and getting these one on ones and when you can finally focus on one player because another one is out, you don't have to worry about two at the same time. There's more double teams and there's more um just schematically uh working a game planning around the certain players like Kerrigan and um, on the Cowboys side of the ball. I really like the way that their defensive sides playing a lot better than I expected. Um, They got more pressure on Justin Herbert than when Washington football team did on Justin Herbert and they were playing a lot faster and their secondary does look better
1: on defensive Mm -hmm. line they have Mika Parsons there now that's a problem bro exactly
0: Parsons looks like he could just play anywhere and he'll be effective and uh Trevon Diggs is playing nice and when you have that working off for the Cowboys I don't think that uh the Eagles have much of a chance I think you'll need a perfect game from Jalen Hurst and he'll have to be running the ball a lot um Devontae Smith is going to be having to be Devontae Smith uh and and It's just gonna. Everything has to go perfect for the Eagles. I think the Cowboys have a lot more room to have a little bit more mistakes and still pull out the W. So I'm gonna go with the Cowboys in this one. But I like I like the Monday Night uh, Football showdown for sure. This is another good matchup. I like the fact that the Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football so far has actually been really good because sometimes these games have just been hard to watch. Even like if you love football, it's like this is boring. I can't believe this is on TV right now. But so far so good for the NFL this year. And uh, I'll take the Cowboys in this one, 31 to. uh, uh, it's a divisional game, so I'll give it, I'll make it a little bit close. 31, uh, 27. But okay. don't, don't be surprised if the Cowboys do run away with it though. All
1: right. Um, our record is going to be really lopsided because I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Um, Maybe I'm a little biased because I just can't stand the Cowboys, especially with the the Chargers. But I like this underdog team. They're probably coming out a favorite, our our underdogs for sure. So this will be an interesting betting line um, when we do our Thursday podcast. But um, I think the Eagles go hold the Cowboys under 30. That's the thing. If they don't score more than 30, they don't win. So it's going to come down to that. I think Jalen Hurts, damn, dude, I, I hate that I love him, bro. Coming in, I I wasn't the biggest fan, and that that happened last year when I wasn't the biggest fan of the Washington football team. Now I love them, and now now I got them on fantasy. That's that's probably one of the biggest reasons I traded for fantasy. Maybe it was meant for me to trade for Jalen Hurts, and maybe it was meant opposites for me.
0: attract or something. I don't know. Maybe
1: it was meant to for us to like each other. <laughs> I mean, well, hopefully it likes me. Just Jalen Hurts, if you're listening, don't listen to all my old stuff, okay? You, I think I I did a one eighty, um. And I'm liking Jalen Hurts, dude. He, I think, through two weeks, he kind of proved himself. Last week, it was a tough. It was, it was 49ers, man. He did the best he could. Um, I think it's gonna be Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. That's a great combination. And I just, I just, I just love it. So I'm gonna take the Eagles here. It's gonna be a nail. A lot of these games are gonna be nail biters because they could go either way. But I'm gonna say, I say the Eagles score in the last drive and get the two point conversion. It'll be 20. Eight to 27. I think Wow, I already
0: have, two points to win.
1: I like it. I have that score already with the Jags because I I want to take the – if the Jags – I need to see the line on that. I think they could cover at least. Okay, yeah. I'll take the – no, I'll say 29-27. I'll take the field goal, yeah. Yep, yep, 29-27. Eagles, call me crazy. Bomb with this Eagle team.
0: All right, I like it. You're next, buddy. Which game? I'm going to go with another early game. Washington football team goes to Buffalo. I like this a lot. I like uh, I like to see what Washington football team can do um, and see if they could bring down Josh Allen. Josh Allen and company dropped the ball week one, and then week two, it wasn't really much of a fun game. I don't know how much you could take away from that game with no Tua and just blowing out the Dolphins. And uh, Washington football team, though, uh, Tyler Heineke, I'm a big fan of this kid, man. Me too. We are a big fan of him in the, in the playoffs last year. Yeah, right. I mean, so far, I mean, he's only played three games, but he's looked great in these three games, decision-making and all. And so I want to see him in a shootout. I mean, he just had a shootout with the Giants, but uh, they kind of you know got lucky in that game. Let's see one against this one, another high-powered offense like the Bills, and let's see if the Bills could really uh, – respond and and do well against a good defense i i thought the dolphins would be a better defense but like again i'm gonna gonna go ahead and throw away that game but the, the bills in week one against the steelers looked really bad against that defensive line so i'm looking forward to montez sweat and chase young going after josh allen and seeing how josh allen's gonna respond in this one this is an interesting game for sure
1: yeah, uh, I took the Bills to lose against the Dolphins with Tua at the helm, and I thought Will Fuller were going to be there, but he's a healthy scratch. Will Fuller, I believe, is back, and Tua's um, um injuries, uncertain. Um, Washington football team hasn't really been up to par with their defense, you know? Like week right. one, week two, like we're like, okay, week one was against the Chargers, and it was defensive game 2017 or 2016, and then week two, it was kind of like a shootout against Daniel Jones, and Daniel Jones was running on him. He was making some passes, um, so I was like, "What's going on with this Washington football team?" Uh, Cam Curl, uh, that dude is a real deal. Second year player. Oh my god, you're right, Lucas. These these guys coming in their sophomore year just are gonna blow up. And he's one of those guys I really, I'm really starting to like. Um, he 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 could lay some dudes out. Uh, but I've learned don't best, don't bet against. Jay, uh, Josh Allen and those Bills. They the got Emmanuel Sanders. They got Stephon Diggs. Their run game looks... It's a little bit on the inconsistent side like we're used to, but Zach Moss had two touchdowns. I think Singledary had a touchdown. That last game was a big confidence boost. And um, On TikTok, i seen the Bills are like, oh, I wonder why the Bills won. Maybe it was this uh, inspirational speech by Josh Allen. It was an inspirational speech. kind of inspired me a little. Um, and to an injury the Bills for- forgot to put that. But I'm gonna take the Bills on here. Ooh,
0: we're disagreeing sure. all game, all day. Yeah,
1: um, I'll take the Bills here. I love it. I, I really do on it. We're we're like our record's gonna be lopsided. I'm either gonna catch up or I'm gonna fall behind. Uh, but I'll t- uh bills are probably favorite, so you're taking another dog on this one. Um, I do like Washington football team, though. Don't get me wrong, beginning of the season, I thought they're gonna win a division, but bills, um, they haven't showed me how their defense was good like last year. So I'm gonna take the bills here. And um, I'm gonna say it's gonna be 20. Um, I do like Antonio Gibson. I like McKissick. That's a good one-two punch. Now I'm gonna take it
0: 20 to 28 bills. I think the key for Washington football team is going to be getting Antonio Gibson a lot more touches. I haven't really seen the touches that we've expected, but he's playing good. I mean, the time that he does get the ball, he makes the and most McKistic out of it. McKissick is a like- good reliever.
1: Like he, he's good. He, he could catch it in the air like this Washington football team converted Logan Thomas into a wide receiver they they converted McKissick to a wide receiver sometimes even in the slot so like I love the creativeness of it Tyler Heineke is getting it done what do you got and um go Logan Thomas I love him I, yeah. I've, been, I've been saying it so go on
0: sorry you know, I think the most important thing about Heineke, I mean, he does have the skill sets to be successful. He is a dual threat for sure. I think maybe we'll see a lot more running game out of him as well, maybe a little bit of RPO action or just him extending plays and scrambling out of there. But the most important thing is just that the fact that Washington football team can get behind him, they believe in him for sure. He brings a spark. He's not like he's he's kind of like Fitzpatrick in the fact that he gets he brings a spark, you know, he's not like a backup quarterback like Brissett. That's that's that brings the morale down a little bit. The fact that, you know, you're feeling like you're getting a drop off in quarterback play. Honestly, I think he probably brings a little bit more to more than Fitzpatrick at this point uh, in, in Fitzpatrick's career. So I'll, I will take Washington football team in this one also because I like that matchup against Josh Allen. I, I really do want to see, though, how he responds because last year against top 10 defenses, the Bills, they still mopped the floor with him. It's a new year, though. Um, let's see what happens. I think Washington football team handles business. It could be close, but I'm gonna say maybe a touchdown victory 30 to 23.
1: 30 to 23. I love it. We're all over the place this week.
0: All right, a game I'm looking forward
1: to seeing. Oh man. Let's go with uh let's go with the Seahawks and Vikings, bro. Nice. I could just see the Vikings losing, uh, losing another close one, and they yeah. dropped to 0 3. Seahawks, their run game is inconsistent, but Russell Wilson gets it done with Tyler Lockett. I think he has another consecutive third best game. Like Tyler Lockett, I almost traded him away, and <laughs> I, I almost shot myself in the head. Uh, I I was looking Good up. thing the you snap. talked to me. He called yeah, me. I called him like, in the middle aisle. Yeah, I was I was trying to trade obj package with tyler lockett for roby anderson and another player you hear how
0: crazy this is imagine obj goes off too i, I probably saved your season right here buddy
1: yeah for real and like uh, i was looking up i looked up someone's stats and it wasn't tyler lockett's and I, it's been a while since i've i like he was having like 600 yard season and 700 yard season i'm like why, why did i even draft tyler lockett i confused it with another player i forgot which player it was but I'm glad I kept him, and I think he's going to have another big game. These Viking defense can't hold anyone to anything. Kyler Murphy goes off, and we're saying he's – well, I'm saying he's a miniature Russell Wilson. And now he's actually – versus the Vikings are actually versus Russell Wilson. They got injuries all over the floor everywhere. Um, the Seahawks defense is going to give up a lot. I think it's going to be a shootout, um, to be honest. I think it's going to come down to the wire. I think it will be 37-34, to 34 and the Vikings miss a field goal or they miss something. It's just that it seems like that's the Viking way now. Zimmer, rest in peace, Zimmer's, like, anxiety mental and mental health dog. He he looks so pissed. Oh, my God, dude. Like, I, I don't know the kicker's name. I, I don't know if he's even there. I think his name was, like, Wallace. i weird. I never s- s- heard of this kicker. But poor Viking fans. I'm going to take the Seahawks. But if the Vikings do get it together and get this win, I wouldn't be too surprised. The Seahawk defense isn't the greatest. So, um I can see Kirk a big a big game from Kirk Cousins too.
0: I think this is our first agreement here right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, because uh, I do like Seattle. I think their defensive lines playing up right now more than their more than the potential that we expected. And Bobby Wagner's all over the place again. And uh, Vikings kind of struggled week one, like, uh, as far as with the pass rush. Kirk Cousins getting sacked, and that really turned the tide for them. They had to really play from behind against the Bengals. And I think that might be a replay here. They're back at home. But uh, I think the only way for the Vikings way weigh a victory is just in a shootout. And I just expect the, the Seattle to just score. I don't think there's any chance for this Vikings defense to slow anyone down. Um, Tyler Lockett going to have a big game. DK probably going to have his first big game, hopefully. Um, but I just see Russell just feasting upon this defense. I'll take them easily in a victory, uh, you know, 37 to, to 27. You don't think they'll keep it close? The Vikings the offense is could be explosive, uh, explosive at times. Yeah, I think that there's going to be just times where Kirk Cousins is going to get sacked. I mean, I don't know why the Vikings haven't used Dalvin Cook as much on the ground. I feel like they've they've been getting away he did from him a, too he early. Did have
1: 131 yards last he game. D-
0: he did, but uh, uh I, don't, I don't know. Sometimes they just come out trying to fire on offense, and I'm like, I don't think Kirk Cousins is that type of quarterback. I think he needs the run established first. Uh, I just don't see it. I don't know. They have so much bad juju going on anyway. I don't want to, you know, touch the Vikings at all.
1: All right. Moving on. uh, I'll let you pick one. We we got a
0: couple more. All right. Let's see a good one. All right. Maybe this won't be a good one, but I think it could be interesting. The Saints versus the Patriots. Uh, The Saints travel over to New England, and the Saints drop the ball against the Carolina Panthers, who I said would have an underrated defense in a couple of years will not nah, fast forward fat hot tub time machine we're already here um <laughs> their defense completely shut down the saints and and so uh i'm waiting to see how Jameis is going to respond i don't think he uh was like 2019 Jameis, 30 interceptions 30 touchdowns type but uh he just had a bad game that's the saints had i think 128 total yards uh and, and that was just completely bad. I don't think it'll be a repeat, but like this is so weird. I think that the Patriots can slow them down significantly, and I wouldn't be surprised if they shut them down to like under 250 total yards. Um I want to see Mac Jones uh make some strides in this game, get more touchdowns, but he's been playing clean. I'm, I'm already favoring the Patriots in this one to win because they're at home.
1: Yeah, um I'm agree with you. I think it's gonna I think Mac Jones is gonna have a game like he had last week. The defense is going to do all the job. Damian Harris is going to do everything. And, you know, he's just going to sit back and, you know, do dunk, dink and dunk passes, you know, not to go too crazy. It his job. Uh, yeah, and I think Winston, he got humbled. I mean, it was nice to see him to throw five touchdowns, no interceptions, but he's going to catch up with that interception rate real quick, and the Patriots picked off Zach Wilson four times. I'm not saying they pick up Winston four times, but that's definitely potential. I, I bet there's a money line on that. Um, I would, I'll put five bucks on that Four interceptions, James Winston. I think James Winston, he could spiral out of control. Um, I hope he does. not I really do hoping for the best for him. Cause you know, he's just a character, bro. I want to get more sound bites from him when he wins, but I don't think it's, it's happening this week, sis. And I'm gonna take the Patriots winning this one and they need wide receivers. It's going to be hurting. It's going to be 13 to 27.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'll take the Patriots in this one, too. Uh, I don't know if they could get to 27 just because I haven't seen that offensive type of firepower. I think it's going to be a run re- game all day. I do think it's going to be a run game all day, I think it's going to be 24-14. to
1: I could see that, too. I'd say I have a lot of 17s in my scores. I have – or 27. I have one, two, three, four 27s so far in my scores. Um, I don't know. I'm filling 27. I'm actually 26. Um, all right, moving on to let's see what game the Bengals and Steelers. Mm. A divisional game, and my uh my chef is a Steelers fan, so he was going through it last week. Um, he was making fun of me. And I was like, hey, don't make fun, t- don't make fun of me too much. You lost to the Raiders. Uh, the Steelers team needs to get it together, bro. Najee Harris seeing some potential, his stiff arm game is 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 cool. Um, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, I think is a big challenge for the Bengals. And um, they lost two very close games. So, yeah, they lost to the Bears and then they lost to the – oh, no, they won the Vikings. So, they're 1-1, one one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Bengals are 1-1. One one. Steelers are uh, dropped to uh, – um, oh, and 1-1 as well. Oh, they're 1-1 one one as well. I'm sorry. It's early. I had coffee, but it hasn't k- it kicked in yet. So, I think the Bengals have a potential to upset – I mean, they let the Raiders score on him, and 26-17, to 17 and Ben Roethlisberger just looked like he wasn't himself. Derek Carr almost threw for 400 yards. Joe Burrow is a gunslinger. He's going to pass that. And the Raiders didn't have a run game, but they do have Joe Mixon, who rushed for over 100 yards in week one. He only rushed for, like, 61 last week. Um, he's still pretty efficient with a terrible, like, not the greatest offensive line. Um, kind
0: of want to take the Bengals in this one. How are you feeling about this one? Uh, I'm feeling the Steelers. Uh, It all depends, I think. Well, not all depends, uh, but uh, the big part of this depends on whether T.J. Watt is going to play. Uh, He said right now, as of right now, he has a chance to play in this game, and that's going to be huge because Joe Burrow, when he hasn't had time to throw, uh, just hasn't kept it close. And no time for Jamar Chase to develop his routes down the field, and the Steelers have just been flying all over the ball with T.J. Watt and Melvin Ingram in there. So... I already like the Steelers in this one, and they're at home. Uh, divisional games, they are, they're are—they're always different, but I, I will take the Steelers in this one. I would like to see Big Ben and, like you said, Najee Harris to get on track. I mean, I like Najee, but I think this is more of a Big Ben uh, cri- criticism because he just hasn't looked l- like a good quarterback. I'm sorry. like He's missing passes, missing throws, and they're not that accurate. And uh, I know that Deontay Johnson's having some big stats, but – it, the point is it could be a lot better. So we'll see. Maybe this is a get-right game to get on track for the Steelers' offense because I don't think they can win too many games, especially in 2021, by leaning on your defense. But this one, I will say they can. All right. So what what's the prediction for you? I think it's going to be low scoring. I really do. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be 17 to 16. It's going to be close. Ooh, I kind of want to take the, the complete opposite of that. Um, and I think I will,
1: I'll take the, I'll take, I'll take the complete opposite of that. Cause I think it will be really close. And, um, I mean, Joe burrow has been not, the, you know, he's been okay under pressure. Um, he still posted a completion of 68.4 and a pass rating of 94, uh, despite being under fire. Um, and Joe Mixon, bro. Like, I didn't know he still got some in him it all depends on if T.J. Watt's starting. I think that plays a big difference. I'll probably take the Steelers. He makes that much of an impact. But I'm going to take the Bengals here just to – we're total opposite this week. And um, I'm liking Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. Um, that combination is legit. And uh, he, they just got to protect Burrow as much as he can. He can sling it, though, under pressure, but it's going to be pretty tough. But I'm going to take the Bengals in this one, the divisional game.
0: All righty. Moving on. This is a huge NFC matchup I'm going to go. And this is in San Francisco. The Packers come to town and face the Niners. The Packers with a huge get-right game against the Lions. It was close in the beginning, and then uh, they finally put them away. And the Niners are coming off of a very close game against the Eagles. Um, But I think I'm leading Niners. I'm a guy that likes to look at the trenches first and likes to look at, uh, you know, even though I think that the Packers have a lot more stability at quarterback, which is kind of funny to say right now. um, (laughs) Yeah. than the Niners but if you look at the lines uh, I think that the 49ers have a better offensive line and defensive line and I think that's just huge for for matchups because we saw how Aaron looked week one Uh, just everything went wrong for them and uh, Nick Bosa's huge Uh, I'm not sure I think he got banged up a little bit in week two right uh, I can't I remember so. correctly, so that's that's one to look out for. But I am leaning towards the Niners, and I think this is a Trey Lance surprise game too. I'm 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 just everyone's just waiting for these rookies to come in. I'm I'm one of them for sure, but I am leaning towards the Niners because I like the matchup among the line.
1: Ooh, this one's tough. This is my girl's team, so she's a so Niners you know, fan. I, yeah, she's a Niners fan. Ugh. So I'm gonna piss her off with other shit I do. I'm gonna go with the Packers here. I think I know. I know we kind of panicked on the Packers, but it was week one, We were, and no one knew where they're at. Last week, they're against the Lions, who have some bite in them, but now we're like kind of gauging where they're at. And Aaron Jones is a bad man, and you got Aaron Rodgers, who – I mean, he missed some plays, but for the most part, he got it done. Devontae Adams, Robert Tanya. Uh, I think that offense is too high-powered, and the, the 49ers' running back situation is just – so abysmal. I don't know what the hell's going on there. Can anyone
0: like, go in and be successful in that? That's true, but they,
1: I mean it's running down. Like it was a rookie, it was two rookies, or it was Hasty and Elijah Mitchell. Now it's they're going lower, lower in the depth chart. And like I'm starting to doubt a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, I'm gonna take the Packers in this one. I think it's they're just gonna overpower, and I just don't think the 49ers are gonna get it done on offense, they're running. The run game it always works, but ah, it's. I would feel more comfortable if like they had some healthy running backs, but like I really don't know what's going to happen there. Concussion protocol, a hamstring, Elijah Mitchell and Hasty, like Trey Sherman. If he's if he's the guy and who's backing him up if those other guys are injured. So uh, I do like their front though better than the Packers, but I think the Packers get back to their form and you know they they pull the critics away, including me. Uh, I'll take the Packers to win this one. Uh I don't see the 49ers scoring. The
0: thing is Darius Smith's on IR and I don't think the I don't trust the Packers' defense. I thought that they were going to finally put things together, but losing to Darius Smith was huge and they just seemed to not really stop anyone yet. I know it was the Lions they held them to just 17, but but I mean it was close for for a good half of that game and, and Are you they- saying
1: the 49ers offense is better than the Lions offense? have we seen so far? <laughs> Of
0: course, yeah.
1: Okay, okay. I'm just curious because they, they got, you know, they lost their own two, but their offense scored in the last two weeks 50 points
0: combined. Combined, yeah. Well, I guess the sleeping half of that was like against the sleeping Niners in the last two minutes. So oh, hold week. on,
1: hold on. Who did you say against the first the first
0: the sleeping Niners?
1: Oh, okay. So they got to be awake this week. I'm going to take the Packers. You're taking 49ers, right? Yes. Okay, I'm taking the Packers. What's the score for you?
0: Well the Niners are gonna be running all over this Packers team.
1: With who? They don't they don't got no runner don't matter, back. Don't
0: matter. Don't matter. It's,
1: you know what sometimes it's gonna to have to matter when it comes to skill set because they're down to their four and five. This week I think they're gonna be down to their six and seven.
0: Yeah, they did they are getting banged up. They're getting but, really thin at runner back. I mean they got depth I th- there. I just think they're more yeah. And and regardless, Damn. whoever whoever they are, uh whoever they're injured, because I know they're they're banged I, up again. I think it's gonna be Trace
1: Sherman. But older running backs, Sermon, Hasty, and Mitchell. were. Well, Trey all- Lance is
0: going to come out this game. He's going to come out and run all over this team. I think this is a perfect time to bring him out. He is a big boy. What's the score? I'm going to say, honestly, 27 to 20.
1: 27 to 20. You think the Packers are held to
0: 20? Did you sound right saying that to yourself? Like, Yeah, because I think that the running game, I think they're going to have huge possession. I think that's the key for the Niners this game. That is key. If they could get the possession
1: and hold Aaron Rodgers on the sideline, got him thinking about Jeopardy and Biggie and his celebrity friends, yeah. But you've seen what the Packers are capable of. We all seen what the Packers are capable of. I think they get right on track. I don't think they're gonna lose a lot more games. You got Jahari Alexander and Kevin King in the secondary. They haven't I believe- done anything.
0: They haven't done nothing.
1: Well, they're going to do something this week. Um, I'll take I'll take them scoring twenty eight, and I'll I'll fuck the
0: 49ers. I don't see them scoring more than twenty, bro. Wow, we have like almost the exact opposite score. But uh, I think if Jimmy G's in, then the the Packers' chances of of winning this game is a lot higher. He was missing screen passes last week. What the hell?
1: And they're going with Garoppolo. I'm gonna go twenty eight to seventeen, as Jimmy G is the starter. If Trey Lance is there. He does have he is, I think, one for one for five yards and a touchdown. You know, they threw him in the run zone week one. But I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Packers are don't don't let my girl hear this. She's gonna be pissed. <laughs> All right. Uh another game I'm looking forward to. These two teams are I think very similar. Um coming in, I think they're similar. They're kind of like moved apart from each other. Can you guess what teams I'm talking about?
0: I, I don't know. I'm looking at the Dolphins, Raiders. No, I'm but, talking
1: about the Colts and Titans. Oh, okay. That's definitely coming a, into the season. They're kind of like almost the same team, and you don't really know who's gonna win the division, but Titans had their breakout party and they could get it done on offense. Um I don't think Carson Wentz is gonna play with two sprained ankles and all the other stuff he's dealing with. Poor guy. And Jacob Easton threw a pick in his second career pass. Uh, I'm gonna take the Titans in here, even though they they you know the Colts Got close to the Seahawks, but at what cost? Carson Wentz wasn't there for the last drive and and all that. So I'm going to take the Titans in here. I think the Colts defense is not going to hold the, the, the trio um, potentially free. Of, I don't know, four. What's a four? Quad? Yeah. I was going to say frio. I don't know why. Um, coffee hasn't hit me yet. Uh, I, I'm going to take the Titans in this one. I, I don't know where you're at on this one.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans as well. Okay. Um, Another rare agreement today, but just because, like you said, um, they look they look like they're finally waking up. They woke up the beast, King Henry, uh, Colts. I'm I'm ex- expecting, like you said, Jacob Eason's season right now, and uh, I just don't see it for the Colts unless they have an immaculate game on defense. But you just got to keep feeding King Henry, and he's going to break out for that sixty yard run that seems uh, inevitable. He's like Thanos in that way. So I'll take the Titans in this. Uh. Even even though I don't like the Titans defense, I just don't see the Colts putting up too many points. Yeah, I so don't like the Titans defense either. Yeah. 30 to 14.
1: That's yeah, it's gonna be a lot of Jonathan Taylor and get him and screens, get you know, get some like build up your quarterback's confidence with some screen plays and some some slants. Watch out for a big game from the Colts tight ends. They love their tight ends. Mel Ali Cox, Jack Doyle. Um, Pittman has to step up big time, Zach Pascal. And um, there's one more receiver. I just – I always forget his name. Jonathan Taylor and Hines, and those guys are going to have to – they're going to have to get really creative. I don't see it happening. I think they score 14, and I think it's going to be 14. I think they might run away with it. Uh, 28. uh, 31. What did you say? Did you say that? I said 14-31. Oh, you said 14-30.
0: (laughs) I'll give them the extra point, yeah just stealing my scores now. I'm doing the, the Luke the dog old, the old Lucas trick just still yeah. steal my score
1: all right we got five more games
0: yes all right I'm going with the Dolphins and Raiders um I don't think there's not much news on Tua right now but I'm I'm, I'm I hate to say like I'm, yeah, I'm no, not be- I I'm to not, say it too I'm not becoming a fan of the Raiders like there's no way I could be a Raider fan but I I'm respecting my respect is high for how they're playing football right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball, unlocking the full potential of this offense right now um, because they've they've had stars on this offense for quite a while now, but it seems like they're finally putting things together, a breakout game for Henry Ruggs, and and if he's playing like how they expected him to play when he first came out of the draft because last year was kind of a little bit of a disappointing season, um, this is an annoying team now, like a very annoying team. And uh, I think that they're going to pick apart this Dolphins defense that that gave up so many plays to Josh Allen and and boys and company. So I don't even think they need Josh Jacobs. And uh, this is a a healthy win. Another one for the Raiders. They're undefeated. Uh, That's not going to last long. I mean, Gruden did come out strong last year, but they look a lot better, I think, right now. They're playing some defense now, too. Uh,
1: The Raiders... Like all the receivers could be wide receiver one each week. Like they're taking turns on who's going to be the wide receiver one. Week one was Brandon Edwards. Week two was Rugs. Week three, who is it going to be? Hunter Renfro uh, is going to be Darren Waller, uh, Kenyon Drake again. Like in the mix, Josh Jacobs is battling turf toe and an ankle injury. I, I don't, I'm not going to see too much of him this year, unfortunately. I like him as a runner back to be honest, and it sucks because he's a Raider. And it's going to suck real bad if they win because they're going to be three and zero, and then tick, Raider TikTok. Social media is gonna fucking implode. When's the last time they started three and zero? I know, right? God damn, I don't want to take the Raiders, bro, but I have a running bet that the Chargers are gonna have a better record than the Raiders, and it's not looking good so far. We're know we're yeah. down one, but oh god damn it, dude! Uh, the most
0: surprising thing is just how well the defensive line for the Raiders have been playing right now, too. God, yeah, and uh and
1: Crosby, Nassib Crosby, bro, their secondary. It'll depend to a percent place. I don't see that Gaskin. Even if to a place, I still would lean to the Raiders right now. I'm going to take the Raiders. Don't tell my uncle jokes. That's what I'm betting it with. Jesus Christ. I'm going to take the Raiders winning this one, and I think they're going to run away with it. I think the Dolphins are going to get 14 to uh, – not run away. I'll say t- 14 to
0: 25. Raiders always have a weird schedule, so I'm going to go with 25. Yeah, I'm going to say 37 to 17. I think they oh. do run away with it. Yeah, I don't see, I don't see it right now for Brian Flores, and I'm a fan of the Dolphins, but damn, this, I don't know, dude, this Raiders team. Like, okay, there's like two different versions of the Raiders. I'll look at their logo and be like, either they're trash, or they're, and then and right now I'm looking at their logo and it's giving me like the old school vibes. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind
1: of- I, I hate, you know, I honestly hate it because, I, I never disrespected Derek Carr. I said he was good. You know, you he kind of yeah. looks, kind of looks like Sid from Toy Story a little, but like he, I think that's a like kid's name, but yeah. like dude has like over 800 yards, I believe. And within two weeks, like dude's accurate. It has a laser of an arm. And I think he's going to pick off this uh dolphin defense without maybe not even without Tua and Gaskin hasn't picked it up. So yeah, this it's going to be, Dude, you're
0: right. Derek Carr is leading the league. He's the passing leader right now with 17. Yeah. The next one is 689. No other quarterback has passed 700 yet.
1: Fuck, he did play one quarter extra than every well most teams. I see. I'm trying to find a way, but I, I just got to get props to the Raiders, bro. Like I, it, it sucks because Bravo, yeah. if you're hearing this, man, like that shit you're talking in the DMs, you manifest that shit. It must have been the full moon last week or last night. I don't know. All right, we got four more games here. We'll speed through it. Um, kind of like some some easy ones. I'm gonna go Broncos Jets. Teddy B is the real deal. <laughs> um, he is. And I'm so happy. It sucks that he of in the goddamn division. Uh, are you telling me the Broncos and Raiders are going to be in top of the division after week three? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I am. Because Zach Wilson threw four picks. I don't oh, – man, I don't see it happening. Patrick's the same. I even get two picks in this game. Broncos' run game looks decent enough, and their passing game looks good with Corden's son. My boy, I'm so happy to see Corden's son. Um, you know, bounce back from the ACL tear and like practiced and practiced during training camp. He's a legit guy. He's legit. Tim Patrick, underdog. Alberto, Noah Fant, Javante G- uh, Williams, not Melvin Gordon. All- oh, everyone on that offense, but Melvin Gordon. Um, no, I'm just kidding. He, he could get done on that. I like him when he when he's in open field. It's, you know, it's kind of hard to stop Melvin Gordon in the open field. I'm gonna take the Broncos in this one. I think it'll be a three to thirty four.
0: Oh, oh Jesus! I mean, I hope so because I—I I mean, this is a game where they can finally get a lot of turnovers and you know prove me yeah. right. Please, um, Zach Wilson, allow that to happen. So, yeah, no surprise here. I'm going to be agreeing with you, Broncos, and yeah, let's say it's uh, what did do I don't want to copy you? You get offended. What's, 30, what's your score? Thirty-four-three, Thirty four to three. Yeah, I do think they go over the thirty mark. I'll say it's thirty to ten.
1: Okay, ten is respectable. I just. You said 30-10, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Broncos just look – oh, man, 3-0, the Raiders and
0: Broncos. What the? What's going on, bro? What's going – I don't know what's going on. Uh, we're, in the, we're in the upside down. Some stranger things are going on. Um, yeah. Next game, Thursday Night Football, Panthers going over to Houston Texans. And I don't think Davis they're gonna Mills. Have, yeah, it's Davis Mills season because, yeah, Terod Taylor's not playing, right? He's I'm out for Terod. probably a month. Oof. Is it Tarod yeah, so or Tyrod? It's Tarod.
1: It's not yeah. Tyrod. There's no dash so, in between Y and the Rod.
0: <laughs> well he said that his mom always said his pronounced Tarod, uh, but he never corrects anyone just, just because he doesn't really care. Oh,
1: <laughs> Sorry, if you ever you meet
0: Tarod, I will call you that. I'll, I'll change it now. Tarod. His mama his mama named him Tarod, so we'll call him Tarad. Um but the okay. Panthers just look so damn good. Uh their defense is is the defense they are who we thought they were Um, they're gonna handle business here and against a struggling Texans team with no quarterback so let's say it's like a 28 to 14.
1: yeah um this is probably going to be the least entertaining game i think it'll still be pretty entertaining but we have been having a lot
0: of entertaining
1: prime time games
0: the only thing is for the texans Um, is brandon cooks is a real wide receiver one he's gonna be fun to watch that's the only thing i'm looking forward to on the texans really yeah if you got to go to one guy, Davis Mills, it's going to be Brandon
1: Cooks and Philip Lindsay. Those are the only two guys I like on the Texans right now. But Deshaun Watson is another healthy scratch. I wonder why. Um, I'm gonna take the Panthers though, on this one. Um, I'm gonna go 28 to 12. They right. might, they might. You know, we might see David Mills a little bit out of nowhere. He did have an interception though. He did have a touchdown, but interception against a Browns defense. But um yeah you said 28 14 I said 28 12. I'm still in your I'm still in your scores for the most part. All right, we got two games. Um Ravens and Lions. Um Lions put up some fight. They're going to, but Lamar Jackson, I think, is way too dynamic. Um, I think Lions keep it close, but not too close. Um I'm gonna go damn, I'm gonna go twenty nine to I think they yeah, they hold it a little close to 20. You know, the little comeback kings. You know, Jared Goff ain't no scrub. Uh, John J. Swift ain't no scrub. Jamal Williams ain't no scrub. Um, I think they'll keep it close. But I think the Ravens could score more than 20, 30. But I'm going to give them 29. Yeah, 29. I like the Go ahead. No, no, no. That's all That's all I'm saying. Just 29-20.
0: I like the Ravens in this one for sure. The Lions haven't been able to stop any running game. Uh, and this is the, probably the best one in the league or maybe right there with the Browns. So no surprise. And I really, if I had to get another player's jersey, it might be Odafi away. If you were a Ravens fan, invest in Odafi away jersey because this kid's a stud. I really like this guy. Um, expect him to blow some sh- up for the Ravens against this Lions team. And uh, 30 to 13. If anything, though, if you have TJ Hawkinson, that's the guy to start.
1: He's gonna have two touchdowns. The two touchdowns he get. Um, I like DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams too. Uh, Jamal Williams is kind of funny. Have you seen him on social media? There's this no, famous clip going around. Like, uh, I forgot what team dropped him. He's like, you know, they dropped me. You know, like he, you know, he has like a weird voice, and he's like, yeah, it's kind of like ex girlfriend, you know. But you know, <laughs> Lions picked me up. Lions picked me up. What can I say? You know, he's he's just a funny character, and you know, I don't care if the Lions lose every single game. Dan Campbell will be he will be in someone's face and gets it's working for him you know like just his old school play and his crazy like fucking sound bites he's definitely
0: like uh adopted the city's mentality so
1: yeah i mean all he needs is a uh like like a gun to do a drive-by and then he'll be fine <laughs> um it all is- right <laughs> last game is the falcons and giants probably the least this is the game I'm not looking forward to, even though I do have Matt Ryan, But I'm going to drop for sure. He had three interceptions, two touchdowns. But I think – can this
0: be a Falcon bounce-back game or a Giants bounce-back game? Uh, I don't know. This is a tough one for me to call. I I, I think it's going to be – I think I'm going to lean towards I'm go the i go opposite. Oh, shit. Okay, I'm going opposite of you. I'll, I'll, okay, I'm going with Giants. I mean, the logic for me points to the Giants, and I like them a lot more. I think Daniel Jones is going to have a good game, to be honest. Uh, Falcons haven't been able to stop anyone. This could be a get-right game for Saquon, but I just it's hard for me to see any team fall 0-3, especially a team as talented as the Falcons on offense. So uh, big Kyle Pitts game, hopefully, because I do have him in fantasy. But I don't know. What do you feel in this game?
1: I have this weird feeling the Falcons are going to go off. Like Matt Ryan's just going to go off. But... I put too much trust in Matt Ryan. I have trust issues with him. I start listening to Drake every time I talk about Matt Ryan because he just puts me in the state where.
0: Oh my gosh, I forgot regret. that I quit on the Falcons. I'm not supposed to touch them at all this season because they keep messing me up, but whatever. I'll stick with them this game.
1: You'll stick with the Falcons? I'll stick yeah. with the Giants then because I, I was high on the Giants coming into the season. I was probably high on some shit that killed Winnie Houston. I was on some good shit. Uh, Going. <laughs> I was I was on some good shit with the Giants. Even Steven's like, you know, you're talking about the Giants, right? I was like, yes. I'll go with the Giants here. I think it'll be low scoring. I'm gonna go 14 to 17. I I don't like touching I think it I'm, could. Not, I'm not touching Falcon games.
0: Yeah, I know I wish we I wish we could just call every single game but Falcon games, to be honest. <laughs> uh 27-26 Falcons. Jesus. Oh, so it's gonna be kind of close. Yeah, I think it is going to be close. All right. Well, there are all the games. If you want to see the uh, Chargers Chiefs breakdown, go ahead and check the Chargers podcast. we got really in-depth there.
1: Yeah, I said the Chargers will win 27-24. I have to wear my Jason Verrez jersey, and Lucas has to call the Chiefs winning. I think that's the only way to win. I got to wear my Jason Verrez jersey, and Lucas got to call the enemy team. That's how it works. He has them winning 37-31. So if you guys want to listen to that, uh, we literally did it. Last night with a fan, it was a lot of fun. Um, there, you guys have it. Which would you know? Comment below which one is your favorite game. Um, I, if I were to go with my favorite game, I think it'll have to be the Cowboys and Eagles, man. I think that's my favorite one
0: so far. Ooh, or the like Rams to- and Bucks. That's good too. That's a really good one. Um, if I, I don't want to touch those games because you said it. <laughs> I want to see Bears and Browns. I, I do want to see Justin Fields, and then I want to see. How Washington if Washington does against the Bills? I want to see how the result of that game. I, I just yeah. want to learn what these teams are, what they're made of. Yeah, week three, kind of. After week three, you're like, okay,
1: this is how. Okay, they're what, be.
0: what point in the season do you think we actually like learn finally, like who these teams are? Honestly, it might be like week eight is when we finally like get a get a good consistent feel of like where these teams are ranked. I think honestly.
1: when buys start to happen, I, mean, mm. I think that's week six. I think the earliest is week six. I, th- I think like players are kind of going to like, cause the buys play a big part this season. Like, is it early in the season? Is it late in the season? You don't want it too early, but you don't want it too late. I know the Philadelphia Eagles is like bye week is 14. So like, they're going to have wow. a stretch of a lot of games and some are like six and the charges are seven. So like you want to be around like maybe nine or 10. That's probably a good spot to be. um, And like, Resting players, like that's another factor too. An extra game, like how the coach is going to like time manage these players, kind of like in the NBA, like time management, like Kawhi Leonard only plays old management, yeah. management. Like, I think that's going to have to play a factor with these 17 games. So, uh, I think I'll go with like week six um, after, or maybe week seven after like the first week of buys where players are like, okay, whoo, let's get back to it. And those guys coming off the buyer is going to do good and people are still playing, you know, might fall off a
0: little bit. So, it's going to be, it's going to determine around there. Well, okay, well, last question. What's a team that like – okay, so last year Tom Brady forgot it was fourth down, right? And then they yep. end up – ends up turning things around and they end up looking a lot better, win the Super Bowl. So what's a team right now that looks like it's out of whack but could turn things around and have a crazy season at the end?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with – let's see. a uh, Losing team here, I'll go with um... – I might have to go with damn. That's a good question, bro. I'm trying to think of the defeated teams. I'll probably have to go with the Dolphins. Mm. Um I'm on the two train this year. Win healthy. I think this is a big year for him to all together. Will Fuller, Jalen Waddle. I think that run game gets established. It's just you gotta you gotta fix, you gotta you know, roughen up the edges or smooth out the edges here in Miami. And this week against the Raiders, they're uh, they're hot. The Raiders are fucking hot right now. And so I think the Dolphins might drop this one like I predicted. And I think they're going to turn around. And I think Tua is going to turn around pretty soon here too. I think he has to. I think they won't bail on him. But, you know, year three is when like a lot of franchises determine if they're going to keep you or not. So uh, I think Tua could turn it around
0: one team I'm looking at right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they turn things around is the Colts. I mean, they look a little bit dysfunctional right now, but if they get Carson Wentz back, he hasn't been the reason they've been losing games. He's been doing enough. And I think if they get T Y Hilton back healthy, and he's a true wide receiver one with Michael Pittman and company stepping up, they'd need to play really, really complimentary football and, and like near perfect football for them to win, but they sometimes do it. They're the most consistent team as far as playing uh, mistake free football. I think when they're all healthy. So I wouldn't be surprised if they eventually turn things around um, later on during the season. That's one team I would look out for.
1: Yeah. Uh, just get healthy wins. Like I'm on your side. Like this dude's been through enough. Now he has two sprained ankles. Like, God damn, dude. Are you good, bro? I'm yeah. sending nothing but good wishes and manifesting you to be healthy. Cause honestly he deserves it. I don't like how the Eagles did him. That's why I was a Eagle hater, but Jalen Hurts is kind of turning me around on that. So, um, there you guys have it, man. That was a good pot. We are, like, opposite on most games. So, I like that. Our records are going to be very, very lopsided. Tune in on Thursday. We're going to bet on these games. I don't know which one to bet on, bro. Like, I know, right? A lot of spread betting are over and under for sure. Uh, we have a lot of games close, and we have some blowouts. Oh, man. It's going to be fun, and we talk fantasy. We're going to have a league mate. It's um, still a mystery to us as well, uh, to the league mate, because I haven't picked who. But, um... There you guys have it, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this
0: podcast, Lucas. Where can we find you on social media? Yeah, find me on Twitter at SugarfreeLucas, and make sure you guys follow the Tough Podcast. If you're a Charger fan, Tough Chargers. If you like fantasy and betting, Tough Fantasy. Links will be in the description. David, where can we find you? You can find me Sports Guy David on all social media outlets: uh, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.
1: Uh, we do have some fan interviews coming out with the Chargers. We went to the tailgate and we got Liddy Titty, and we got a lot of good fans uh, uh, interactions and stuff. It was a lot of fun. So look uh, look out for that on YouTube as well. We go live every Monday. Um, hopefully, try every Sunday. Go live on YouTube and Twitter and get and get a an media reaction on some games and previews and all that good stuff. Podcast Sunday through Thursday. So we got your week set. And then
0: you can relax Friday, Saturday, and football Sunday. So there you guys have it from tough. Oh, fans. if you guys want to be on the podcast, you guys, oh, yeah. all you have to do is just shoot a DM, sign in the DMs. And that's all you have to do because without fans, there wouldn't be no sports.
1: There you guys have it from Lucas Reyes, Sports Guy David. We are out.